You're listening to an interview recorded at the ICE 2019 conference in Schaumburg, Illinois. Enjoy the program. Hey, welcome back to ICE 2019 in beautiful Schaumburg, Illinois. You're listening to the EduTech Guys, and we're coming to you live from the conference. And we have the seat filled. We're going to let him introduce himself, tell us who he is and what he does and all that kind of good stuff, and we'll go from there. Awesome. My name is Travis Allen. I am the founder of an organization called iSchool Initiative. And what we do is we work with schools all over the country to help them build culture around adopting innovation and uh, technology and new ideas. Awesome. So here at ICE 2019, what have you guys provided? What are you, what are you giving the, the, uh, the, the attendees? So at ICE 19, we have uh, provided the opening keynote uh, so far. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the main things we do for events. And yeah. so we, we talk a little bit about our story and how we started this movement. Uh, this organization was actually started when I was a high school student. Oh, wow. For me, I loved mobile technology. I did everything using my smartphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day I decided to take notes in my history class my senior year. But the policy in my school was... No cell phones allowed. Right, right. So my teacher took up my device, gave it to my principal, and I was in trouble that day. I went home frustrated, mm-hmm. and I uh, spent the next four months building a YouTube video uh, showing how one-to-one mobile learning could transform education. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That video went viral, and it led me here today at ICE. Uh, and so we did a keynote, and then following that, we've been doing our Escape the Conference experience right. for the last three days for hundreds of attendees. That so is awesome. Talk about that, because that's, yeah. that's really different. That's really new. We, we've all done puzzle boxes. We've done this kind of thing. But let's talk about Escape Room. I'm putting yep. that in air quotes. Yep. Uh, here, and you're doing Escape the Conference, so let's talk about that. Yeah, so our organization, one of the founding beliefs we've had is that we are often way too helpful in education. We spoon feed information to our students, expect them to regurgitate it on a test and call it a day. And what we see is a decline in students, their ability to think for themselves, to solve problems, and really a lot of the skill sets that they need to survive and grow in the real world. And the other thing we noticed was often when we go to conferences, it's a lot of people lecturing to you about how we should stop lecturing in the classroom, (laughs) right? Oh my gosh, yes. So we were looking at this from a very different perspective, saying, all right, guys, we need to role model what we want the classroom to look like, Uh right? We need to really give an experience that people can walk away and have an emotional connection with. And the other thing we experienced was that the vendor halls need to change and innovate in some ways as well, right? No longer, I mean, you, you get people who walk in, grab free swag and uh, you know, move on and, and the company tries to sell them, you know, I hear talk about how great my company is. And so we want to reinvent that. So one of the things we have is called our Escape the Bus, which is a 40-foot vehicle where we trap teachers inside and they have 30 minutes to use technology to see if they have what it takes to escape. But our Escape the Conference takes that concept to a whole new level. We gamify the entire trade floor. What we do is we put teams... Uh, uh, teams of six in together and so they're going head-to-head against other teams and we create this elaborate scenario where they're an elite consulting company and they have to we've hired them as a broken school they have to come in and pitch to us about how they're going to roll out innovative ideas to fix our school where they learn about the innovative ideas is they have to then they're released into the exhibit hall where they have to spend roughly 10 minutes at six different booths and stations solving a made-up problem using that company's technology and at the very end, they have to pitch it to us and how they're going to roll out the new technology. That's very cool. So um, I'm assuming then that that involves partnerships between you and those particular vendors on the floor. That's correct. We work for three months with each vendor prior to the experience. I, I bet they love that, though. Uh, it's a win-win all around, right? 
<clears throat> attendees get a better experience. Vendors are creating this emotional connection. They don't talk about their product at all. You go up and you have to teach yourself their product and then sell their product to another group of people, right? Yeah. And so it's a win-win all around because the conference gets this engaging experience. Attendees are having fun. They're in there right now screaming, hollering. Yeah, we hear them. We've heard them. <laughs> that's them playing our game, right? Yeah, that's awesome. And so uh, this is what we're all about is creating fun learning environments where you learn something new, you learn about teamwork, you learn about problem solving, and you have a ton of fun in the process. So uh, um, I'm a little more curious about the, 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 the partnership um, in, in, you know, you've got these teachers in this particular case at this particular conference. You've got groups of teachers, administrators who are working together to solve these problems and they have to go visit these particular vendors. So um, is it always the same vendors for each group or do you have like, 30 vendors and you spread them among different groups. How does that work? So we do this experience at many conferences all over the country okay. sure. and it's the same vendors for this group of people playing here at ICE today. Okay. Okay. And it, we do that because it's actually a competition. We have a live leaderboard that all the fastest highest scoring teams get posted mm -hmm. and so we want it to be the same challenge sure. they're going through. Sure. But we're going to roll this out next month at a different conference with new vendors sure. and recreate kind of a similar experience. Right. That's really that's, awesome. Oh, that's so cool. You know, and I love the idea that we think a great conferences. There's a conference we have in Arkansas just for tech coordinators. So it's not teachers, it's on the tech end. Um, they love a lot of vendors, but the vendors can put on sessions, but they don't talk about their product. Right. They just talk about the concepts. Right. And, and that's exactly what's going on here. Is that, and the vendors probably love that because it actually creates a, a much more grassroots movement for what we're trying to do in education. Right. And, and it's fun as heck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing that we want to really emulate is that the relationship between companies and education is vital. They are they're part of your team in order to solve problems in your school. Mm -hmm. But so often we we have this disconnect of like, oh, we don't, you know, we don't want to have that with the vendors, and it's so key. And so when you break those barriers and have us come together, realize we're all on the same side here, wanting to solve the same problems, and we can see that and create that emotional connection, it's a win-win all around. Right? Yeah. So yeah. so to turn this, kind of flip the conversation to the teachers in this particular case, at this particular conference, the educators and their students, the educators get an experience of, holy cow, I don't have to teach this the way I've been teaching this. We can flip this on its end, and then they get that emotional connection. You know, in a way, at least, and, and definitely correct me if I'm if I'm going down the wrong path here, but you know, I almost see that an educator using this in their classroom they become sort of the vendor or the content is kind of the vendor air quotes and the student becomes what the teacher is at this and so that then turns around and builds that emotional connection between the teacher and the student which is something that you know we're always looking for ways to do that to build those connections between the the educators and the students you hit it spot on awesome. it's two I approach. understand how that's, it works that's yeah. right <laughs> there's two, two values of this right one yes the vendors are getting a chance to showcase what they do and you learn about new technology but teachers are actually walking away with practical strategies and pedagogy for their classroom we do a debrief at the end of the escape experience where we talk about how does this apply to how we learn right so one of the easy takeaways we start with is uh, on our bus when we do the debrief. We have uh -huh. a 3D printer on the bus. You have to find a blueprint, realize that that blueprint goes to the 3D printer, 3D print a key, use that key to unlock one of your boxes. Now let me ask you, in the moment that you click that box open after all that struggle, how do you feel? 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, oh. elated. You're like, oh, I, you're, I did it. You're you know, cheering. Yeah. You're high-fiving, right? <laughs> now, imagine this. If I wrote down on the whiteboard, I said, here are the three steps to unlock that box. Step one, go find the blueprint. Step two, 3D print it. Step four, three, open that box. How would you feel? Yeah. It's, uh, eh. You know. Yeah. And yet this is effectively what we do. We rob our kids of the most enjoyable parts of learning when we give them the instructions. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. We Ikea it. Yeah. Yes. And so these are some of the takeaways that we want teachers to, to go with. And to that point, what our organization actually does is we create Escape the Conference at schools for teachers and students. Oh, yeah. So we actually gamify your gym. I think that's them right now. Yeah, no, I, I hear some yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, uh, we actually gamify your gym where instead of vendor products, it's around PD products, uh, PD solutions or ideas that you want to roll out to your district. Right. So we might trap 100 teachers in the gym simultaneously, teams of six. There might be a station on flipped learning. There might be a station on emotional wellness, whatever they want. And so it's taking the concepts that they need to learn instead of vendor products. That's mostly what we do for a lot of schools. Well, I have to say, I that bet the process phenomenal. of creating those makes your job like a lot of fun. We get to play games. I was going to say, and you get to create them. <laughs> right. And creating them, is, is it takes a whole lot of creativity oh, and thought, yeah. Yeah. and it's so much fun. And we, you know, we, I was just talking with my partners about new ideas. About We're like we're figuring out how to incorporate you know, Dungeons and Dragons type uh, concepts yeah. into our escape rooms as well. Uh, and it's just so much fun, right? And it's more fun to facilitate it, right? Yeah. You know, one of the things we promote in our keynote is we think that when I ask teachers, why do you go to school? The common response is to learn. We go to school to learn. I think that learning for the sake of learning in the information age is a tough sell, right? It's not exciting. So we want to rebrand. Why do we go to school? I don't think school should be a place to learn. I think school should be a safe place to solve problems. I agree. Mm. We were talking about that yesterday. Imagine if every student walked in that classroom with that mindset of solving problems. Imagine if every teacher's, their job was, what problems can we solve today? Would teachers enjoy their job more? Oh, tremendously. Would students enjoy coming to the classroom more? How do we move to that learning environment? And the teacher becomes a facilitator. That's so much more fun. We're going to have so much more. Instead of, you know, it... You know, just when I was in school, it was books. That's all we had. You had books and teachers, and you know. But now, look what we're getting to. It's, it's just I'm going to facilitate problem solving. I'm going to facilitate your personalized learning, and we're going to be here. And we've got all these opportunities to do it. That's that's awesome. That's really and, awesome. And I'll tell you, so I've facilitated our escape the bus hundreds of times, right? Yeah. And it is so much fun, secretly laughing as administrators and teachers struggle. And the hardest part is to be less helpful. It's so hard oh, when you yes. see the frustration on their face. You're like, I want them to have a good time. Sure. But you rob them right. of their enjoyment when you do that. Yeah. 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 Especially at the very end. Absolutely. That's really yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I imagine it's it's really hard sometimes to, like you said, you know, you're you're facilitating um, and and bursting at the seams to give them that answer and especially mm-hmm. and my guess is especially if if the answer is like right in front of them and they just aren't seeing you're like if you just it's right there you just how do you not see that you know yeah yeah a lot of overthinking right that's what I've I've taken part in several escape rooms mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many times that has been the foil of the day was <laughs> overthinking some stupid little thing you know and of course there's always uh, and, and I'm assuming you use similar uh, tactics. You know, there, there are distractors and, and things that you know kind of f- intentionally might lead you astray mm-hmm. slightly, not necessarily down a completely wrong path, ruining the experience, but you know just enough to distract you, get you a little off course, and, and move you away from where you're supposed to be. And then when you when when the, as a participant, you know, <laughs> you go back, you go, oh my gosh, I can't believe it took us so long to do this one thing because we thought it was this other. 
You know, we, we thought we were solving it this way, and really it turned out, you know, we, we had it upside down or backwards, or we were trying the wrong key in the wrong lock, you know, those kinds of things. Game mechanics are so uh, ideal for yeah. learning environments. You mm -hmm. know, like, for example, um, we provide three lifelines in our escape experiences. Oh, cool. Right? And the purpose of a lifeline is that there's a fine line between frustration that leads to giving up and frustration that leads to growth. Mm -hmm. Right? We want to be there when, when push comes to shove, when we just need a little bit of a nudge in the right direction so they can continue with their momentum and, and have success. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the, the kind of game mechanics we want to see in the classroom that we sure. can incorporate as well. So uh, this is a question then, uh, and we'll, we're, we're administrative problems in a school. We sit down, we go, okay, our second and third graders aren't performing, blah, blah, blah. We've got this issue. Game mechanics in actual staff meetings to come up with some great new ideas, definitely some avenues to, uh, to fix some, some problems that we're having in a district. Um, just creating the game to do that is going to help an administration move to a really new point um, and then bringing in the staff to do that. Um, what do you think about that? Do you, do, you, do you see that eventually evolving to that, to that, that point? So um, <laughs> this is I ideal because we have another program that I haven't mentioned that's really our bread and butter. Okay. And it's called SLED, Students Leading Education. Okay. And what this is, it's the annual club, and we start off with a three-day training to empower a small select group of students to go out and be leaders in education. Uh, here we are, the largest, uh, you know, stakeholders in education, but we have to have the smallest voice. Yeah. And so what we do is on uh, this three-day program, on the second day, we invite the administrators to come and pitch to the students what their biggest problems are as a, as a school and a community. Treat the students as consultants. The students then have 24 hours to pitch a project idea, like a Shark Tank project idea, mm -hmm. on how they're going to solve that problem for those administrators. We have students who have raised hundreds of thousands of technology grants. We have students who are teaching their teachers how to use interactive whiteboards. We have students who are tackling cyberbullying. We have students who have started farmer's markets. All sorts of amazing things led by students for students. So going back to your question, I think the, the beauty of this and the power is that problem solvers are so essential and we need them every day in our school. Sure. And their administrators never have enough capacity to solve all their issues, but there's an army of students sitting in front of them. Here's why this is so great. By empowering your students to do this, number one, they are growing. They are learning how to be problem solvers and solve real world problems. But number two, they're actually creating value and creating doing something for your district, mm -hmm. and that is so powerful for students because a message is being subtly delivered when we do this, and that is my learning and my growth is not dependent on any one person, not on my parents, not on my teachers. I am only dependent on myself, mm -hmm. and I have the ability to do so. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. That, that oh, that's super very powerful. powerful. Okay, so uh, if our listeners want to reach out, uh, pick your brain, uh, steal your ideas, uh, get you to come to their district, their school, their area, what's the best way they can contact you? So our website is ischoolinitiative.com. Our student uh, program uh, sled is studentled.com. Uh, and I'm always, I encourage people to reach out to me directly, Travis at iSchoolInitiative.com, uh, and would be happy to have these conversations about how we can partner with you on your journey to innovate your teaching practices, empower students to have a voice, and adopt new and innovative ideas every step of the way. That's awesome. That's phenomenal. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, Travis. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh -huh. it. You've been listening to an interview from ICE 2019 in Schaumburg, Illinois. Thank you for listening.